Hey, yo, 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 you rock with the best on unknown podcast on the internet. It's late to work, now live with episode number 22. I know, my favorite number always. Salute to my brother, he's born on the 22nd. It's your boy Money Mitch, as always, a.k.a. Light Skin Lear, a.k.a. The Mixed Skin Messiah, a.k.a. Daddy Motherfucking Longstroke, the Clitoris Wrangler, a.k.a. The Light Skin Lord of the Flies, a.k.a. The Dreadhead Nigga in Your Lobby, drinking Rosé, a.k.a. Mitch Gaines, where you can find me on all your social media platforms. Mitch Gaines with a Y, because you know I'm a little bit gay on all your preferred social media platforms. I'm here rocking with my right-hand man, the funniest man of Rhode Island, and it is... Only Chris Allen, man, Midwest best, Midwest half, depends how you found me. I like it. Sweet James Jones. Jones Jr. <laughs> if you're familiar with that Pimp C reference, then you're cool with me. <laughs> all heads out here, bro. I yeah, like it. no doubt, man. Uh, only Chris Allen on all social media. Uh, check me out, man. I'm all over the New England area, man. Facts. Uh, so, I, it was funny. This week felt like kind of low-key. Like, I was just catching back up, like, getting back into a lot of shit. It's January. Like, a lot of people, you know, get back from the holidays, get back in the swing of things, then you got the short week with MLK weekend or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the snow days and all that. Uh, and it really just, it, it felt like not a lot was happening, or at least maybe I felt disconnected from a lot that was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember we, we spoke on this podcast, maybe episode 10 or 11, about mm-hmm. the Aziz story coming. Mm-hmm. I had heard rumors, I had heard rumblings, and I knew something was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh I assumed not, and I don't want to make light of this too soon. We'll, we'll take this seriously mm-hmm. in a moment. I promise. Let's just joke for a moment. But I assumed it was something more serious. Yeah. This. Yeah. This. Like, yeah. It was just like, come on. And this. And, mm, this is a tough. Nobody feels like the wrong thing to say. No, I, I don't think. I think this. I mean, this is what happens when you have something uh, so popular in the headlines, and there's almost. Uh, it's a bunch of attention drawn on uh, incident on these incidents and on these. I mean, almost a plague of these horrible incidents of sexual abuse and sexual misconduct. But lines have to be drawn in our culture, and I feel like uh, this is Zizan one is going to be where. And it seems like culture and media and the popular opinion is drawing the line on this on this topic because it is the big difference between what is a sexual assault what is a sexual misconduct and what is just an awkward situation in a bad fucking date and like so you give me all right so i've heard uh different accounts on this let's give uh what's what's you you've read her story I have so, read her story recounted other places. I, I've read most of the original Babe article. I didn't finish it in full. It's like reading mm-hmm. the way into work and missed the tail end. I uh, got through most of the, the meat of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it, your point is the first one I want to address. Is mm-hmm. like, there, there is, I guess, the problem I'm having with digesting this story as it's happening in real time is that everyone feels like whatever conversation they want to have about this mm-hmm. is the most important. Yeah. As two people who are about to you know go deep into having a conversation about this, I think it's important to say like I think most of these dialogues 
have a fair amount of equal weight. Mm-hmm. The, the dialogue about, you know, what, what is Aziz's responsibility to acknowledge those cues, right? Mm-hmm. What is Aziz's responsibility not to just be that creepy or possessive or controlling or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. What is her responsibility to verbally, like, you know... This and that cool. Yeah, 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 say anything to the effect of stop or I don't want this, not to just continuously participate and then assume the other person will stop you from <laughs> something you're actively doing. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. Uh, but that, like that aside, like one of the conversations I had with some friends about this is like men, and it, I try to defend this as a man, and she really kind of broke this down to me. It's like we have no problem accepting nonverbal cues as signs of consent, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you go to kiss somebody and she doesn't stop you and you kiss her, yeah. that's consent. Yeah. And like that's what we're all taught. It's like uh-huh. no means no. It's not yes means yes. That's one of those things like people have been bringing up a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very important part of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, now, I think especially in younger generations, that's not as big of a problem as people think. Like it is no longer cool to just like it's cool to find sexy ways to ask for consent now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to ask every step like you kiss somebody and then like you might slip the hand in there but you're definitely mm-hmm. throwing out the is this okay like six or seven times especially the first time you're looking up at somebody mm-hmm. i think that's pretty normal in the younger set now which is dope to me i think that's awesome but th- like that's something that's popular in teenagers that mm-hmm. isn't with our generation yeah you know what i mean so like there's all these different like clashing conversations to be had well also I, I, did she give details on exactly what he was doing uh, and because that is like non-verbal cue like if he goes in for a kiss and like you kiss too then, like, you, how the fuck is he supposed to know that's a novel? Because, you, I mean, like, I would need some fucking details in order for me to make a, a, a judgment on what these nonverbal cues were. And how about some, like, if he if she's leaning away and he's still, like, leaning towards her, then, okay, you're, you're reaching on some creepy shit. But... I mean, he's on some creepy shit. Like, here's a quote for you. Like, and this is what I mean by some creepy shit, but I don't know if that's assault or criminal or it, yeah. it probably, maybe it is. I'm not misunderstanding. So, uh, this sounds bad when you put it clinically. Ready? Mm. Azaria also physically pulled her hand towards his penis multiple times throughout the night from the first time uh, he kissed her on the countertop onward. They started out, like, making out on top of his countertops, apparently. Mm-hmm. He probably moved my hand to his dick five to seven times, she said. Mm. He really kept doing it after I moved it away. Mm. Yeah, that's If I move your hand towards my dick and then you move it away, and then then we're making out on my counter... Then you don't want to move forward. I... I, Yes. Yeah. But then we keep making out on my counter. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go for it. You're going to keep attempting. And, like, what... And I guess, like, it depends what else is happening. Like... This is where it's, like, murky to me. Because, like, th- he's doing some creepy shit. Like, apparently he sticks his fingers in her, in her mouth and, yeah, like, before weird. he does the finger. Yeah. Like, bro, what we... Th- I've said this many times on this podcast. I've said this many other times in my life. I'm a freak. I'm a weirdo. I'm down with all the weird shit in the bedroom. Yeah. The first time you were hooking up with somebody. Yeah. Where are you getting off pulling these out of the tricks, bro? Yeah. Like, these are, like... Week fifteen, week yeah. twenty, like you guys year have a, two. You guys have a sexual history. Yeah, like, like this you're gonna is, be this concrete. Is not, this is not exhibit. This is exhibition. Yeah, yeah. like this is this is this Yeah, this he's, is he's pulling all playoff moves. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like this isn't even like fuck one. This is yeah, date one. Yeah, like, you're probably not getting laid this year. Yeah. Like we're pushing it to see how far we can hook up. Yeah, like, but that's what I mean. Like these dudes just be like pulling the trigger too oh, but hard. There, there is some weird. I mean, it's not all. On, yeah, like he was ag- ag- aggressive. 
Yes. And yeah. but I think if she was like, hold on, like when this gets uncomfortable, like she, I think if she was like, hold, stop everything, like we're not sleeping. I, I mean, like I've been like making out with women and they have just been like, stop and be like, hey, like we're not having sex. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, cool. I'm just good with making out there. Now, let me ask you a question though. Uh. Have you ever, and or how many times have you had somebody say, stop, we're not having sex, and you had sex later that night? A couple times. <laughs> yeah. I would say at least a half dozen times. But, at, but at that point, as you soon can, you respect they have, yes. yeah, they respect, I, I respect that, and they have to move things forward at that point. Yeah, okay, like, cool. Yeah. Now, me and you are on the same page. That's, I feel the same way. And I, and I say this just pro tip to you young dudes out there, like, mm. That shit works, my nigga. Yeah, when yeah. When she says, we're not having sex, we're just cuddling, and then you just cuddle, bro, like, you, like I've gotten morning head in that situation, like, 98% yeah, of the time. Yeah, like, like that, it, it works, and, and I'm not saying that it's, like, a game thing. I'm telling you, just, don't, it's like, just being a decent human being respectful, and respecting people's yeah, exactly. ends up getting you laid way more often. That's been money for me for a while now. Yeah. So here's the thing. I the bring so it back to from Simmons <laughs> Hopefully she's listening. Yeah, um, so. here's the I thing with Azizan, two things Aziz in this issue, whatever his name is. Aziz, I'm Aziz, sorry. I'm sorry, whatever. Uh Azizan. <laughs> Audio books on Azizan.com. Um He either she needs to say something, I feel. And I think it's... You say in, in the moment, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. and he needs to pick up the cues. Like, if she says, moves her, takes her hands away, like, look, it's not going there. So, it, so, so here's my question. But is it an assault? And then didn't she... He didn't, didn't he end up, like, going down on her or something like that? So, and, and, but here's the thing. Okay, so we get the, like, the dick moving away thing, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, so apparently he, like, tries, you know, grabs the hand towards the dick, like, mm-hmm. as they're making out for the first time. So yeah. they make out on the counter, whatever, he grabs her hand, puts it on the dick, mm-hmm. she, like, pulls her hand away. Mm-hmm. Now, agreed with you, we just talked about, you now wait for her to make the next move, right? Yeah. You guys are making out still, you guys are making out on the counter, and then apparently, like, she says something along the lines of, Let's relax for a second. Like, let's chill. Mm-hmm. A couple minutes later, he goes to, like, start kissing her again. Uh-huh. They start kissing again. Yeah. This all seems consensual and normal to me so far. Yeah. Then he goes to go down on her. Mm-hmm. I would assume that would be, like, a stop, let's not do this if yeah. that's not where this is going. Yeah. But I'm not... But people are afraid to make up their own minds. So but like, she did not say anything about that. No. And then she... Then he asked her to go down on him, and she does. Uh-huh. And then, but in her own words, it was really quick. Everything was pretty much touched up and done within, like, ten minutes. Uh-huh. Like, no actual sex. Yeah. So it's like, that's hard to read into. Because if you're done in ten minutes and it's, like, just that, clearly something was weird. There was obviously a weird vibe. Yeah. I've never been, like, making out on the counter, fingering you, going down on you, you sucking my dick, and then we're done in ten minutes without fucking and nobody came. Yeah. Oh, like, no one came? I, 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 I assume so. I didn't see him that way. I, I, from the situation, I fucking hope not. You're I don't a weirdo know. If getting off he on could. That. I mean, it's so yeah. much teasing. Yeah. This. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I mean everything here is so fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, this one, man, this thing is so creepy. Ask him again and again, where do you want me to fuck you? Nigga, like, you don't, why? Again, he not, thinks, not first date moves. I, I think he, he thinks he's like some kind of playboy because he's like famous or something I, and he's like trying to live up. Dude, just be, everyone thinks of you like as a un, like 
What's the way to describe him? Like, un... So, uh, so no, somebody somebody described it, per- like, I, I had this conversation back and forth with another friend today. Uh, and I, Like, she unthreatening was, little... He's woke back. Yeah. And I said, the the appeal of Woke Bay uh-huh. is that, like, nobody should be surprised by this because the appeal of Woke Bay yeah. is that quote-unquote Woke Bay type niggas are, are thirsty. Not even, no, not even thirsty. They're just approachable average dudes. Yeah. The reason they're woke is because, like, they've admitted, myself included, uh-huh. that, like, I'm not shit. Yeah. So, like, I'm a fuck up and a loser and, and a complete asshole, yeah. and I fuck up all the time, so I'm trying to be better, and therefore I try to be woke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And most niggas like that have done some fuck shit. Yeah. Like, that's just the fact of the matter. So most of these dudes out there who are woke bay type uh-huh. dudes, like, you have you watched Aziz's act? Yeah. Do you... Would that guy? Ne- I always ask this question when I see Aziz Ansari because people kill me for not liking his comedy. Yeah. Would you ever, in a million fucking years, introduce that guy to a girl you like? Not like 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 or you want to date like a friend. Like any yeah, woman I, in my life who's a close friend of mine, I would never introduce that guy. I, I think he I, seems so fucking weird in real life. Well, yeah, I think he think he seems weird. He seems a little bit awkward, but most comedians are. But one. He seems non-threatening though, and he seems yeah, and like he, he's. And that's the thing here. He, he doesn't seem threatening. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I, but he I just seems like he's trying to be like such a playboy, like where you, like, dude, that's not you. Like, just be awkward, you man. Yeah, it, it, it feels like. But, uh, but I guess so. Here's the here's the question that centers around, mm-hmm. right? Is being creepy and being forward and trying to be a playboy and being out of your element is that assault? No. I don't think so. I think that... I don't either, because I think I you have to be... I hate this phrase. You have to be allowed to try. Yeah. yeah you have... I mean, like, I always... If you tell... In, like, from, from the story, it seems like, though he definitely goes back and tries again, like, the nose are... He tries too many times, though. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. And he's, he's on the feet, straddling the fence. Like, is, like, is he on... You know... Like, you're a famous dude. Like... You shouldn't be this thirsty. I, I I don't. I'm broke and I'm at that thirsty. Like, if if let the girl and there is like she's correct. There is some nonverbal cues that he needs to pick up on. That she, you know, but there's also there's there's just takes two to tango. She needs to be make some verbal cues and then don't blow it. Like why are you blowing them? So let me let me give you a verbal cue. And like this is where shit gets like strange to me, right? Mm-hmm. So Aziz kept wanting to have sex, whatever, whatever. Uh, where do you want me to fuck you? He said that while she's like sitting on the countertop. And she, quote, she says she found the question tough to answer because she didn't want to fuck him at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, no, hold on. That's the premise she's working from. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really even thinking of that. I didn't want to be engaged in that with him. But he kept asking. So what did she say? So I said, next time. Mm. How is that a cue that you don't want to fuck me? Well, she's saying that I'm not fucking you, right? Tonight. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. as we just went over, like, most times you say, let's fuck next time. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. kind of an indicator that you like to fuck sometime. Yeah. So the I'm doors saying, the doors cracked open. And this is what I mean. Like, I'm not saying what you should do in that moment is yeah. move on that. Yeah. But I'm also not saying that that's a clear-cut non-verbal cue or verbal cue that, like, I don't know. The thing, The whole thing just seems... Flimsy to me. Yeah, I will. I do think I'm that, in really um, murky waters here. I'm I am too. This. Well, like I do think that like he was being a bit aggressive, I, and, I mean, and he should and he should have just just chill out, dude. Like just don't be so thirsty. And I feel like on her point part that like there was some cues that she wasn't into it, 
But there's some some mixed messages because she's participating in parts of this and she's continuing to make out with him. And then, like, you allow him to go down on you. And then you, you go down him. Like, at one of those points, you'd be like, hey, like, no, like, I'm done. Like, this is getting weird. Fuck off. Or even be like, Aziz, chill out. You guys just had a whole date. Like, get, leave. So it. I just, I'm sorry for our listeners as I'm going through this story and like picking out some of these other quotes. Like, this is the parts where like this gets tricky to me though. Like, uh, you know, she pretty much, you know, goes to the bathroom, comes back, and was like, yo, like, let's chill. I don't want to feel forced. This is a quote. I don't want to feel forced because then I'll hate you. I'd rather not hate you. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. His response was, of, oh, of course, it's only fun if we're both having fun. Yeah. Let's just chill over here on the couch this time with our clothes on. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... It seems like he knows he's pushing the line. Mm -hmm. And when the reaction is, let's not, his reaction is okay. Yeah. He just keeps pushing the line. And I don't think that's assault. I think that's just a dude... Like I said, that's a dude I wouldn't introduce to my friends. Yeah. And... You have to allow that guy to exist. That's not a crime. And especially compared to some of the other like assaults and misconducts that are in the industry in the headlines like he's not trapping you in there he's not holding your career on the line it's just like and so so, sorry it's just like this seems to be the the dominant part of this conversation is people keep trying to spin the idea that a, this is related to all these other Me Too cases, mm-hmm. obviously. But B, that like Aziz was somehow using his position of fame and influence to like orchestrate this like meeting. Yeah, he met this woman at like an Emmy party. It's like, and I thought she's the one that like kind of wanted to date, go out with him. Am I? Am I? I don't know like exactly who wanted to date who, but they exchanged mm-hmm. numbers at an Emmy party, and she yeah. was there with a with another date. So mm-hmm. like. You found him interesting enough for, to uh, arrange slide, a date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it was a situation in which like he was trying to further her career along, or he was supposed to be a mentor. No, he's or he trying was to smash. Yeah, like that just seems like two people went on like a really awkward date. This dude's kind of a douche. Uh, and like tries way too hard and like probably when he like finds himself a little bit more he'll be a pretty decent guy but right now he kind of sucks and I like and I I think like I don't agree with her trying to like publicly shame him I mean he ruined pretty much trying to ruin his career like and I guess that's the thing like I I don't want to be that dude just like well all all men need to be defended from but like for real though like yeah like this is what like we're like Bringing down, like... This is a shitty date. Acclaimed people for? Yeah. Yeah, a shitty date. Yeah. Like, again, mark all my words on these podcasts. If we ever get famous, I'm going down for all the petty shit. Like, go call all my exes. I've been on a lot of shitty dates. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. That's That one's a weird one. And I don't think... I think think he'll survive this. I think that... Uh, and I don't think she came forward with her official name. No, no, she's all anonymous. Yeah, see, that's I mean, he weird. obviously remembers the whole thing. Yeah, and I think he put out and that's text what I mean. messages. Like, it, it's clear he knows he was being creepy. Yeah. I think he knows he was pushing the lines. And I also, to your point, I think comedians just do that. 
in all walks of life. And, like, that gets really dangerous when you come to sex stuff. Yes, I do. Especially certain comedians. There's a certain there's a certain comedian and a certain, a certain guy, I feel like, that uh, didn't, like, you don't have, you haven't had beautiful women in your life before and you haven't had those encounters before and learn how to do it and mature through those before you reach that level, then like he, it's it throughout everything we just read. It just sounds like a guy that doesn't know how to handle himself with women, and mm-hmm. and I guarantee a large majority of the women that he's bedded has been because of his status, not because he's you know charming as fuck yeah. off the mic and shit like that. It's, it's probably like chicks that like know him from. Uh, TV and stand up and want to be around him. Like he hasn't been. Well, I think he I hasn't think put in that his work. Personas on like all those characters very charming. Yeah, and like people meet him and he just kind of like does that bit real quick and yeah. then like it's lights out. Which it, if I just say a majority of comedians that you that I've met and interacted with, which is a ton, like regardless of how funny they are to sit down and have a conversation it is fucking brutal sometimes because they're naturally over analytical uh usually um a lot of issues which keep some of their thoughts internal but they allow to shine when they the mic goes on but like to sit down and have a conversation, it's weird as fuck because they've never. I mean, a majority have never been the social butterfly. They've never been the popular kid in school. They've never been so like it's their their moment of shine is getting on the stage because they haven't had it before in their life. And now, but when they're off of the stage and display their art and, and has all these uh, beautiful fucking ideals and theories with laughter and shit. After that, I mean, to have a conversation just in the moment is very fucking difficult. And I guarantee it sounds like I bet you like it's Zizan's kind of like, which I don't know, because he hangs out. He tells good stories about hanging out with Jay and Kanye and shit yeah, like that. Like, but the other weird part is like he's like this outspoken feminist, right? He's like yeah. Lena Dunham's fucking token dude. <laughs> that don't mean I mean even feminist even yeah. feminists want to get laid. So uh, yeah, not like this though. <laughs> yeah, but not like that. Um, you would think he'd be a little bit, dude. Don't be, dude. I would I would be. It, with zero status, I'd be embarrassed for a girl to th- to think that I'm that thirsty that I had to. Cont- I don't want. I I like when women are wanted just as much as I do. So like, if I'm with a girl, I want to feel like that connection. I don't want to feel like I'm forcing this to happen. I want her to be like it's it's only fun with your partner is just as excited to be there as you. And you got to move her hand to your dick 17 times. Dude. Yeah, like bro. Yeah, chill out, man. Now he should take an L for that, but not a career. That's what I mean. Like you should get clowned for being a like a corny trash nigga. Yeah. With no game. Yeah. And like no idea how to like move around women. Yeah. But, like, I also, like, I don't think that's a crime. I think you're just corny. And what's her motive? I don't understand her motive of putting it out there. Uh, And I don't, you know, I don't know that she needs one. Like, if if she really feels this way, like, she feels like it's the worst night of her life. Like, she, you know, her her entire life course was altered by this evening. And, like, I mean, that would be enough motivation for me. I just, reading this, I have to, like, I don't want to sound like such a dick here, but, like, I'm... (laughs) 
I feel like you're living a charmed life if this is the worst night of your life. Cards full. You keep on talking. Uh, I mean, the more of this I read, the, the creepier it definitely gets. But, like... I, I don't know. Like... I... Uh, I, I guess the the damning thing really from the whole story is that at the like the whole thing ends before she like gets up and takes the Uber home with her saying to him, "You guys are all the same. You guys are all the fucking same." And I guess wherever you want to draw the line, if it was assault, if it was harassment, if it was just creepyism, if it was a, like bad date, whatever you want to call it, like it does seem like these guys, to your point and your generalization, are all the fucking same. It's all these dudes who don't really know how to handle fame or fortune or don't know how to handle their emotional disorders and self-medicate with drugs or don't know how to handle whatever's going on and act it out among the people around them. I mean, we can get all, like, hippie if we want to. <coughs> Excuse me. And talk about how, you know, we should find better resources for these people to kind of address those issues. But, you know, until everybody's addressing all the issues, we'll still have this problem. And one of the things, especially with straight men and the way it manifests, is feeling like you need to, you know, conquest out over women. Uh, and especially men with, you know, status and fortune and fame seem to feel entitled to at least try and act that out. On the one hand, it's kind of fucked up to say, but, like, you're allowed to try. Like, I don't... I don't think we can really cut them out from that. I, you know, I was saying that earlier. Uh, on the flip side, like, it seems like all of you trying the exact same way and it's not working for anybody, so why are we still doing this? Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's the real sad fucking part of the whole thing. Uh, so, Zeus, like, you seem like a creep. Uh, I always thought you were a creep, and I don't think you're all that funny. Uh, you, you know what's crazy? He wrote his book, Modern Romance, is like... Uh, like beloved by women everywhere. Like I was a best, like a New York Times bestseller. Did you like, read it? Uh, I did not. My girlfriend owns a copy. I've been meaning to read it. Like literally, all of her friends have read it. Like people have book clubs about this book, and it's like the guide to modern dating and relationships. So it's like it's Is it so like weird a Steve that it's like Harvey book or something like that. No, it's like it's like woke shit. Like it's like good male feminism. Like I I would quote things from that book, and I don't like Aziz. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. Like, it is, I don't know. The whole thing was just bizarre to me. Like, who he is now, the way he's attained his fame, uh, the status he kind of currently holds within our society, uh, and the lightness of this. Like, I guess it, it just sums it up perfectly that these guys are all the same. Even even the ones who seem better just know how to cover it up better. And also, or not cover it up better, but they know how to flip the line better. Well, I guess as one of those dudes, a bunch of y'all out there, probably those dudes too, we need to... Stop pretending like we don't know it all. Well, I think there is a, there's also a balance. It's also, uh, I mean, people were a lot of things. I mean, you have to go back to, like, the Tupac situation where, like, Tupac could write a song like I Get Around and then still write Keep Your Head Up and Dear Mama. We are a multiple... Complex beings. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I and so I have, if I give Tupac that same um, leverage, I have to give it to Zizan. Sorry, whatever you pronounce his name. Uh, but I still don't, there's a difference from being that and then being a total aggressive creep. And I think a little bit of that, it takes a, if he's going to write those books, he has to like put himself on blast too and say, here's where I was creepy and here's some of my shortcomings. And then I think people can accept that. But if you kind of come in as, as a white knight and act like you are super 
feminist, then it's not, it's not, it's not true. You got to put us, and I haven't read his books, but now he, he's forced to, <coughs> he's forced yeah. to deal with like, yeah, I've been creep and shit. Taking that look in the mirror. Yeah. I guess to, before we put a bone, this, what did you think of, did you read like his apology, like his statement or whatever? Uh, yeah, I read it as soon as this happened. So I forget exactly what I, I mean, it seems like he, uh, took responsibility for making an awkward uh, situation and he apologized but uh, I don't think I don't remember like how much of it he just uh, took on the chin yeah I'm, I'm looking for it here it seems oddly I can't find it anywhere in the first couple of pages uh, just for just for a point here by the way we were talking off air before this like what a choice of platform Headline, what is babe.net, the website behind the Aziz Ansari story? Doesn't <laughs> it strike you as weird that babe is picking this up and it's not like Cosmo or Jezebel? Yeah, well, or I don't even, like I don't know what babe, Fox. I don't know what babe is. Do you know what Cafe is? No. So Cafe is like a, I, I describe them as a, like a social media news network. Oh, uh, like they, BuzzFeed almost? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. They're, they're a little more, I guess, Euro feeling. It's mm-hmm. a lot more like quick hitting, like gifts and like quippy sarcasm kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do, you know, pl- plenty of anti-Trump stuff. A lot of cafe stuff is good. I like it. It's just like, I, it's more entertaining than it is news, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babe is like a, their like uh, women focused portion of their site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, similar. I'm trying to think what HuffPo women is now. But you know, yeah. like a lot of sites have like you know multiple like NBC has NBC Black now, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's like these targeted channels. So Babe is like the women targeted channel of Cafe. Okay. Yeah. Which like I mean that's no knocking them. I like, like I said I like Cafe. I, full disclosure, I applied for a job at Cafe. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, I, I have no problem with them as an organization or publication. It just seems like an odd place to go considering the size of the store. Yeah. Like look look at the people who also picked up this story once it happened, right? Mm. The New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, uh, Jezebel, uh, CNN three, four times, Mashable, Vox, Fortune. Like, everyone would have taken that story. So it seems odd you went to babe.net. Yeah, who was the one lady from, like, CNN, I forget her name, made, like, a huge statement on, like, defending... Uh, Aziz on almost as did Jezebel oddly enough and like yo like (laughs) Jezebel takes some pretty Ashley Banfield yes the host from uh, host from CNN or something like that Uh, or H&L HLN, HLN 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 is like the imprint of CNN okay yeah it's like more more daytime TV feeling yeah which I kind (laughs) of I can see uh, her great, because, great like, she, like, she's like, yeah, like, you had a weird situation in a day, but, like, like I, apparently she has been sexually assaulted. She's like, what? what? Like, you could have got out of that. Like, for the women who, like, have been, like, in violent sexual assaults, like, for you to say, oh, like... I I would also just, That's like, a little weird. I can, I can see women being upset who have been in... And again, this is not, I'm not trying to be victim shamey, blamey guy mm-hmm. or cast out anyone else's stories, but this just is interesting. This is from Jezebel, so again, far left of my point of view mm-hmm. <laughs> making these claims. Uh, the re- <laughs> there, There's a lot of questions being raised to my point. She apparently did not go to Babe, which mm-hmm. answers that question. Mm-hmm. Babe went to her to get the story. Mm-hmm. 
which kind of raises a lot of questions about why they're trying to publish this kind of story and why. Yeah. Uh, and as Jezebel puts it very nicely, and I'll quote other people who are better with words than me anytime, reporting about sexual impropriety all of a sudden is considered general interest prestige reporting. Hmm. And I think that's the thing we've all been worried about happening. Yeah. And anytime men say it, especially two men jerking each other off here for a fucking half an hour about hmm. it, it sounds really misogynistic, and it just sounds like everybody's defending like all the shitty men in the world. Hmm. But at the end of the day, what we're defending is the, the very obvious, like, slippery slope that is uh, terms like you know eager enthusiastic and t- continuous consent mm-hmm. how am I how does one decipher between enthusiastic and unenthusiastic content yeah or just mildly enthusiastic versus very enthusiastic consent mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah uh, and you know all of these different gray areas that we're now making and I think that it's great that we're making progress in that direction I just yeah. don't want to take it so far over the edge that we can't see yeah, I mean it's, it's it's getting there. It's going to be, is it, it's going to be to the point where like women have to make the first move and have to like make it very apparent what they want when they want it. Which and is cool. That is cool. But it's gonna be. It's going to be. It's it, it's gonna shift everything. It's like it's gonna be like women are going to have to. It's. Like the whole dating ritual will, I think, is gonna have to start. How sick would that be if we see that change in our life? Yeah, it, it, I think it is, and it's like, especially with like the feminist movement. Like, how feminist do you want to go? Is it? Am I paying for this check, or are we splitting this on the first day? You know, or, or is that a question? Because uh, we, yeah, we, that I mean, that these are the questions. You want to be treated as an equal? Then like, yeah, I'm not paying for the first three days. Uh, You're an equal. Like, <laughs> I remember that episode. Uh, I, I forget her name. And I'm an asshole because she's like a very famous novelist. She wrote a piece, uh, essentially speaking on like how being a feminist is believing that women are full people, not women are like some like children that need to be watched over and taken care of. Mm-hmm. I b- believe myself to be a feminist. I'm probably bad sometimes at being a feminist. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better every day. One of the things I do believe in, though, is like if you're my equal and we're participating in something, we're both actively participating, mm-hmm. then I'm going to need you to tell me when it's not cool that we're doing this. Otherwise, I'm going to, th- like, that's my assumption is that, like, that's enthusiastic consent to me. Like, you mm-hmm. kissing me back, I thought was enthusiastic. Yeah. I didn't. Like, not a lot of times do I think, like, that's a, like, thing I can force you to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't I, know. I never, I never go, I, I do, you see his rule. I think I've said it a number of times. Yeah. I'll go 90. Yeah. You just got to come down to yeah. 10. Like, exactly. that's, that's, I mean, I'm not going to be the creepy guy. I don't Dude, know. I, ask my girlfriend what the number one thing we fight about in our entire relationship is that we don't make out enough. And yeah. you know what? It's exactly that. It's like, yeah. I don't ever fucking know when the right time, for, like, I'll pet kisses all day long. That's yeah. cool with me. I'll, I, I kiss all my friends. Like, I'm very, I grew up around Italians. That's cool with me. Yeah. I will kiss all of you all the time. Like, we want to have some romantic type kiss. I need yeah. a cue that like it's that time. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if, if I'm with my girl though, it's uh, it's different. Like I, I know that like yeah, that's what I mean. She I, can I, press I, charges on me. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> see, I just don't. I don't even flirt with the lines anymore. Yeah, it's different there because I I think there's is uh, um, when you're in a relationship, I feel like I, I, yes, things can get weird if if she is saying no, and but like. 
there's still a, there's a level of cues that are, are not necessary at that point when you guys have a a, yeah, a, I mean, a, a long term relationship. There, I I think the level of, the level of cues is the same. The cues are just different and better known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, exactly. When you're with somebody for two, like I know exactly what the cue is because yeah. it's been the same cue since month four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you give me that wink or you like you wear that thing and like give me the you know come to the bedroom and five. Like the cues are clear. Yeah. It's not like we're on a first date. Yeah. And we're making it out on the counter and then you blow me and say we should stop for a minute yeah and then we cuddle on the couch and we start i go to kiss you and you kiss me back again like that, that's yeah. but all confusing. They, so we have the record very clear mm-hmm. all of that can transpire mm-hmm. and you're still being a fucking creep yeah. if you're like pulling out your dick and rubbing it on her ass yeah. and be like where do you want me to fuck you and chasing her around the apartment that's weird my guy yeah and that might be assault yeah I, like i but that's that's yeah. what I mean. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Some Just of that could the- some of that isolated could definitely be assault. All of that in context, it's I don't yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I guess that's the conclusion. Yeah. For the record, because I don't want to be on the wrong side of history in five years. No, I think I think I think this is now assault. You think that's assault? Not the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm talking about it, I think so. I, I I don't. I don't like. I don't want to believe that. But I here here's the part. I guess I'm isolating. Is like, if this is all true, that's the other thing. Like this is an anonymous story from one person. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this is accurate. Mm-hmm. But if it's true, I'm sure there's drinks involved. Oh, did, and... did you not read the wine thing? No. Oh, that's my favorite part of this story. Okay. Uh, let, uh, let me get the assault thing on, and then we'll get to that because mm-hmm. that's my. Well, we can end this story with that because it's the funniest part of the story, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. There's definitely some situations here where, like, he is physically taking her hands and putting them on his genitals. Mm-hmm. There's other situations in which he's rubbing his genitals on her body. Mm-hmm. Without any sort of verbal consent, mm-hmm. and all he's going off of is, like, they're in the process of hooking up, so, like, mm-hmm. let's try this. Yeah. I agree with you that's a very, very gray area. Yeah. And for many people out there who feel that way, mm-hmm. you have, will have no trouble swaying me. I am not even against the argument. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is this. If we are to look at it through the lens of how could this be assault, mm-hmm. right? I think we would all agree isolated if you heard, yeah, this dude, like, you know, we're, we're on the couch and he took out his dick and started, like, trying to, you know, grab my hand and reach from his dick with mm-hmm. him. That would be assault. Yeah, that is. That is Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, a collective as a situation, tough for me to assess. Boy, am I glad I'm not a cop, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or a lawyer or whatever. Yeah. I am apparently a talking head on the internet, so I should probably be a little firmer in my opinions one of these days. But, like, mm, yeah. by I the mean, letter of the law, I could see that. That's mm, just... Because it would be assault if they weren't on the date and he was just on the train and did that. Right, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, but that's my thing. It's like, how much does context matter? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to your point, like, if I just grab some random lady's hand and put it on my crotch, that's obviously assault. Yeah. If we're making out and, like, you know, my hand's halfway up your shirt and I, like, nudge your elbow towards my, like, fucking groin, yeah. is that assault? Yeah. I thought that was just moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Well, my dad taught me all wrong, apparently. 
Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is getting to a, a blurry, and we should button this up because we're on like 40 minutes okay, as yes. he's on. Yeah, so you got a lot of airtime on the Late to Work podcast, man. Nigga. I hope uh, you can give us an ad when you get out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is he going to prison? Uh, he's, in, he's, in the, he's in media prison right, right now. Yeah, right. he's he in Twitter jail. Uh, uh, no, so the wine story, this is like how this fucking story opens. I, This is my favorite thing of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the fuck was it? Um, bear with me two seconds here. I'm sorry for the dead air listeners. This is... Uh, uh, so essentially, they, they set up this date or whatever. Uh, she, you know, the whole deal, you know, she's going to meet him at his apartment. They're going to go to dinner or whatever. After arriving at his apartment in Manhattan on Monday evening, they exchanged some small talk and drank wine. This is her quote here. It was white, she said. I didn't get to choose, but I prefer red, and it was white wine. Are you really trying to like paint this in some sort of controlling situation? Exactly. Because yeah. my nigga did not have a full bar. Exactly. Curb? Yeah. Like yo, if if I, some girl I don't know is coming over, I'm like yo, we're like having a glass of wine before dinner. Yeah. That's a white wine situation. Like ask a bartender, you have a glass of wine at like six thirty before dinner. Yeah. yeah. White wine and like you know maybe some nice cheese out, some mm. grapes, some. And then, like, you get into the red with the steak. I don't know. Yeah, I like, just, that's crazy. I drink. Man. I drink. Hennessy before <laughs> before dinner at no, before dinner after dinner we're black and mild before yeah. we go to bed. But yeah, I don't know the wine. I just think that's a uh, just a stupid thing to even put in this. The, the, this and stupid. that's that's what like I said that, that that's the kind of shit that seems like cheapen yeah, the story. Yeah, to exactly. I didn't get to choose, but I prefer red wine, and it was white. Yeah, like. It, Okay. Yeah. Did, when people come to your house and they're like, oh, I only drink Johnny Blue. I'm sorry. What is, what is this swill you're offering? Yeah, exactly. It's Glenn Finch. <laughs> you How live. dare thee. You can, you can, like, and then all, you want scotch or not? Through all this situation, the, the only thing that like continues to linger in my mind and leaves a bad taste in my mouth, at every point of this terrible like situation or uh, encounter, she's can easily just leave. Yeah. And I guess to play a devil's advocate, mm-hmm. a lot of people argue like that is harder to do than is to say, and like especially in that situation, somebody you're really into or look, looked up to, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what I would say is the kind of that. You don't even have to leave. And it clearly isn't that hard to leave because she left. Yeah. Right? You just be like, fuck off. It's not that hard to say no and put a firm no. Yeah, exactly. If you tell me no and then I try to kiss you five minutes later, yeah. And you don't then tell me no again or tell me to fuck off and instead you kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, that's going to confuse me a bit it, as to like where the lines are. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that to defend creepy niggas. I'm saying I, that to exactly. defend like the human brain trying to process emotion. Yes. I, I'm I, I'm on board with that. And that's why this is such a tough situation because it's like there are she shouldn't need to do that. But it is she needs to be able to use those tools. If, if someone is like. Like, these are the tools that you have a daughter. Like, look, stand firm. Like, if someone, like, tries to make out with you, try to do something, you tell them no. Hmm. And, like... Unless you want to. In which case, tell them yes, enthusiastically. Exactly. But if not, like, no. Get out of the situation you have to, but just, you know, tell them no. You're not with that. And so, I feel... I don't feel like that was tried. Like, it was like, hey, relax, and then he'll try again. And, like, yeah, fuck, chill out. For in, in the interest of trying to offer some advice on this, mm-hmm. uh, I, 
a girl did this to me one time. I, it felt strange because of how unorthodox it was, but I realized later in our like relationship, whatever thing we had, how valuable it was. Mm-hmm. She told me on our very first date, I will have trouble saying no to you. I find you very attractive, but I do want to take things slow. Mm-hmm. So here's what's going to happen, and here are where the lines are. Mm-hmm. And we're not doing anything before these dates. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this now because I'm going to tell you something different later, and I need you to remind me that like that is not what I actually mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Now, Velda is very confusing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I know from the jump street, like, what this is. Mm-hmm. So when things got too hot and heavy or whatever, yeah. and this is what I mean, you have to be a decent fucking guy. Yeah. There were times when I was like, she was like, I really, you know, want to suck your dick or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just was like, no, nah, like, we can't do that yet. Like, yeah. We talked about this. You told me, like, that's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, like, regret this and feel bad about it later. And I don't want to hurt you. And I don't want mm-hmm. you to hate me. Yeah. And that's, like, that's a real nigga conversation to have. Yeah. And not a lot of people are, like, trying to have those conversations. I, I'll be honest with you. I probably, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, yo, like, at that point, is, even though we had that conversation before, if she's going in for it, she's making the first move, probably not probably not stopping her. And be honest with her. She got, like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Had she not told me that beforehand, I'm definitely not stopping yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But that's my point. Yeah, but yeah. It, it Maybe that makes me a fucking creep, but, like, there's yeah. the... On the spectrum, I'm sure I'm on the spectrum. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like... No spectrum. Look, don't look... Like, I don't... I don't... If it's if you don't want to do it, then like we're not doing it. But if like you're going for it, I'm not gonna stop. You. I'm not gonna put up any. I'm not gonna put any barriers to this. Not a lot of yeah, not yeah. A lot of resistance. But uh, I mean, I would try. I'd be like, hey, yo, you said you know, you said you know. Are you sure? Yeah, I, yeah, I'll that, give you that. That's what I mean. Like niggas really like this is what I mean. That's how you know niggas ain't shit because you can say one phrase and every dude in the world relates. Are you sure? Every nigga in the world with some girl with like. No, we shouldn't do this yet. Four hours later in the night, she goes to do that, and you hit her with the quick. Is this cool? All right, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you a story, and I'm uh in this, and I this is to show how bad I am at cues, and like, but how like laid back, like how I'm. You have to do the first move, so like I'm chilling at the crib, and like uh, I've been talking to this girl for a little bit. We just been talking on phone and shit like that and like through text or whatever and this is like it's one thirty or so and she's like uh you know what like something 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 uh what are you doing like and i'm just chilling it's like it was like oh well then i'm not doing anything you want me to come over and i'm like cool whatever and then she comes over and she's like just sitting there i'm just watching tv or whatever and um i got a weird feeling like she didn't want to be there and like she gave me like no there was like no cues or anything and so I'm just like all right well like I'm like I'm gonna give you an out like my thing is like I I don't <laughs> want anyone to be so I will present outs for you I'm like she's like oh yeah I'm, I'm, it's getting late whatever I'm like oh like like you know how I'm not I'm not kidnapping you you can leave um, I hope you didn't phrase it I, no, that's exactly how I phrase it like you're not kidnapped like you can leave and she's like I know I know I know. <laughs> And then she's like, uh, and she's chilling a little bit long. And she's like, uh, and she like yawns or something like that. You're like getting tired. I'm like, oh, like, like this is your out. Like you can. And I'm thinking that she's like came over and didn't know how to get out of this situation. I like, came I mean, over like yeah, it, and then you was like not really exactly, it, which is fine. Like that happens all the time. It, I do that often. It, yo, and I'm like cool with. It. I'm like yo, I'd rather like you not be here and I can chill, jerk off and go to sleep. Like yeah, I, I'm Gucci. Yeah, exactly. I'm then cool you sitting that. here like though if you do come over, you can bring a pizza. That'd be cool. You know. <laughs> but okay, 
So long story short, like she, um, she eventually she just like leaves. I'm like, alright, cool. Like hug her. And I'm like, that she came over it. She was weird. She wasn't really into me. Like, cool. Like whatever. You know, yeah. I'll take my L. The next night, she's like, hey, uh, I'm chilling at my place. You want to come over? Dude, she just wanted to smash. <laughs> And he was like, she that was frustrated so, that like, y'all she like was, an hour. Exactly. Like, yes. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. So like when she, came, so when she invited me over the next time, I'm like, oh well, like yeah, this is obvious now, and it's it's a little bit later too. So I get there, and then like we're sitting in the couch, we're talking, and then I feel like a loser because of last night. So I'm like, all right, well, like. I'll go 95. <laughs> My rule is 90. I'll go 95. I'm going to make that extra yeah, five. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah. And then, like, it was, it you know, it went down. And that was that was cool. But, like, the thing is, like, I, I will give you, like, I'm giving you your, your outs the whole time. And so much to the point where, like, I, I could have. refuse sl- all the outs and then tell me exactly what you want before yeah, I'm convinced. Exactly. And, like, if you don't or you're, like, it feels impartial, I'm going to take it as, like, yo, like, this is an uncomfortable situation for her. I don't like being in an uncomfortable situation. Let me give you outs. Mm, like, right, yo, right, like, I'm right, not offended. Like, you can dip. Like, I don't care. Like. I got hoes. <laughs> I'm in these streets. They out there. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just feel like that's like you gotta give people the out, and I don't think it's Zizan. Zizan should have gave her out. He was too, and that's and he was he he what he's tiptoeing on that line. Mm. If it's not assault, he's he's tiptoeing on it. See, and I I think that's a, a I guess throughout this. Fucking damn near hour we've talked about this. Like, yeah. I'm trying to like pluck out a couple of lessons we're supposed to be trying to impart to people. Not saying like y'all need to listen to us like we preach or whatever. I mean to impart specifically to other men, ideally younger men who we're trying to like make the world a better place here. Yeah. Uh, Keeping. And, and one of these things is giving outs, man. Yeah, giving outs. Like you talk about like finding like ways to talk about consent and it being sexy, not ruining the moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you can be like in the moment, but there be like obvious things you can use isn't out to your point to like gauge that right if you're like oh like you know I don't know. Like, I I know you gotta be at cl- at class at eight, right? Yeah. And she's coming over at seven fifty seven. Yeah. And then she's snuggling up in your bed, and it's eight oh two, and you're like, but don't you have class? And then she starts kissing your neck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You gave her the out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, like, that's not the most affirmative consent, but yeah. that's a place to start a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, don't yeah, know. You got I, I have a great story about women not giving me outs and mm-hmm. how that ended for them, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to tell that another time. Oh, yeah. I'm terrible at using not getting outs and, like, getting sucked. Have you ever talked to people you didn't want to because you felt you had to? Um, That's what feels like almost happened here. Yeah, well, and I guess that, that's the part I have trouble with is, like, it seems like you're avoiding what, like... You had a night out, you kind of fooled around this guy, it turned out to not really be that cool, so you didn't want to sleep with him, you didn't sleep with him, and then you didn't hang out. No, I've never had, I don't think I've I've ever, like, not that I can recall where I was just like, I'm really not into this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, one time, like, this chick went down on me, she was being super aggressive, and uh, she was, like, this was, like, in college, and, like, I was mad with it, but she was, like, she almost insulted me, like... And then, like she started like going out on me, then she wanted to move on to something else. And I was just like, eh, like now out. Yeah, see, like I, I guess like to the point of trying to find like common ground with Grace here. It's like 
I know that situation very well. Yeah. Like, we start, like, you know, whatever. It was, like, casual flirtations. Like, I was just into it for the sake of, like, shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. Now we're back at your place, your dorm room, or whatever. We're, like, kind of hooking up. But, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And we, like, you know, one thing leads to another. A couple things are happening. Start, stop, whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, I don't want to be here. But I'm yeah. also, like, like, Grace. I always just kind of called the Uber and bounced or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, some funnier methods we'll get into another time. Yeah. But, like, that, I don't see why that's hard to, like, not do. Yeah, it is. I, I guess it is, it is tricky. It's tricky to get out of that situation. It is, because the more and more I think about it, the more and more I realize, like, I've had sex with a lot of people I didn't want to. Yeah, it's it's tricky, especially as the other person being super forward. Oh, yeah. And, but... Well, the situation just being one where you're like... I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, that's shitty. Like, nobody wants to have sex like that. Yeah. And I, I guess I've, have, I've, like, invited girls over thinking that, like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. And then I just instantly would just want them to leave. And now they're here. <laughs> and I was like, God. Well, yeah, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got on is these. Just a quick yeah. 52 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for y'all for like taking up pretty much this whole hour of this topic, but it was just a fascinating conversation to me in in the Me Too movement. Uh, whereas a lot of these I, we've covered and I think are kind of cut and dry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This had a lot more nuance to it. Uh, we just killed the battery and the memory card. Right. I'm so sorry for our YouTube viewership. We're gonna get better at the video thing. I promise. Yeah. You. Uh, a couple other quick things I just wanted to rifle through before we get uh, to the end of this hour here. We do our top five. Uh, Obviously, it's January, everybody on their resolution shit, so we're going to do our top five on our top five uh, sleeper gym songs for all y'all back in the gym, give y'all some good shit to listen to, uh, and also hopefully expand our own playlist a little bit. Uh, the other, uh, other couple of things I want to get to in between now and then, uh, these fucking sex dolls seem to be popping up everywhere, Those man. Sex. I saw the funniest meme of today, of today was like one of those sex dolls, and it said, uh, <laughs> it said uh, women... Uh, for 2018 season, y'all's ass is canceled to further notice. Yeah, <laughs> which is like the funniest thing because those sex dolls are looking realistic AF. It, so it's really funny they look like they look super realistic, but then like I've seen you know, but yeah, I've watched a bunch of these videos of like the fucking engineers and shit. So you mm-hmm. see like the mechanics underneath it all. Yeah, and it's like it literally looks like a nigga built like a connect set that sucks your dick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did like, you see the recent one though? Oh, like, that's what I mean. They got ones that talk, they got ones with personalities, they got ones that I gotta show you. Now. I gotta show like, you this, this recent one for I, Obviously, we gotta keep things short. Are you in or out on sex robots? Um, I am out right now. Um, Are you out as in, like, you don't want them to exist or out just like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have one in your life? <laughs> um, I'm out as if I don't, would I wouldn't, yeah, look at that. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yo, that's come on now. I know, right? I'm, oh, that's the one that said women y'all y'all cancel for the rest yeah, of the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's pretty. That's rich. Instagram ready doll, bro. Dude, yeah, and and okay, look at this one. But see, that's just so creepy, though. That is creepy. I am out because also I don't uh, think fake titties that big. That shit's. Weird. Yeah, but if you're into that, I yeah, mean, I mean, I, that, they come in all shapes and sizes and colors and everything. Uh, I'm out because um. One, I just like, I like someone being in there with me. I like, that just seems weird. It's like some dead, it's like banging some dead See, I'm, thing. I'm, I'm very into the toys, especially for like personal use. Like, 
I, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. The doll seems a step far. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, and it, it's weird for dudes, because especially if you're just like a straight dude, like, strokers are weird, right? Like, you, you own a fleshlight, that's kind of creepy. I don't care who you are. Uh, like, it's just like a weird product. So it's not like a lot of good toys for men. So I get the market for the sex doll. Yeah. That just seems a bit too much for me, my guy. It, like, jerking off is its own thing. If you want sex, go find a human. Yeah. Like, go, go hire a sex worker. Like, and, uh, uh, there's no shame in that. That's, you're going to get better sex, and it's going to be cheaper than buying a $900 sex robot. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Um, I do also, and I, I, I like the whole, like, I like the whole thing about the uh, a relationship, even if it's just, like, someone that you, like, just met that night. <laughs> like, I like the interaction, the sparks oh, of awesome. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, the passion of it and it's not you don't have that with some rubber fuck dog yeah you just like come home to fuck like a machine on the exactly wall. yeah so, i can't get behind it i mean i guess some people are very like lonely and shit like there's probably like use cases for that i don't know yeah yeah i'm if, not one of them yeah if you're i mean if, if, that, if that's the life you're living man then it gets weird though i think that um it almost becomes like a pacifier effect for you, you know, for people. Like if you if you are socially weird, or not even weird, you just saying that socially you don't have those tools to go out and find women, and you just use this as like some kind of place where it's like almost like these kids who play too much video games, and now yeah. they they don't go, they don't build these other social skills to get a woman or to find friends. You're just in this fucking weird gray area where you're fucking some rubber doll and you're playing video games and shit like that. It's like, dude, no. You need these tools. Go out to the world. I will say, recently I've been playing a lot more video games and, like, part of me is, like, amazed by the the cooperation, the creativity, yada, yada, yada. The other part of me, like, it is so... It's so stereotypical. Yeah. It's just, like, grown men in their basements and, like, teenage boys screaming into a microphone and, like, trying to kill each other. And it's really abhorrent and scary. Yeah. And I don't want no part of it. And that is exactly the target market Yeah, it's a whole... $1,000 sex doll. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yep, because yeah. that's what they're going to do. They're going to play video games like, 3 o'clock in the morning, fucking that for, like, 15, go to sleep. Exactly. And they're going to buy with that aunt's credit card who's fucking moving <laughs> off the opioids. Uh, all right, so sex dolls are... You have H&M parents on here. Did you want to quickly touch on that? Uh, I saw the mother had... Uh, yeah. She was like, yo, why are people making a huge deal out of this? We covered the H&M story last week. If y'all want our takes on that, go listen to last week's episode. Yeah, and so... I can't... Everyone's bashing her, saying like, yeah, she's there for a check, and I, I but I, I... I don't think the check for that is that big. No, I don't think so either. I think uh, really... A, don't think I think that mom was being sincere and she really didn't she just saw a kid wearing a shirt and she chose to look at it like that which I don't think is a terrible thing to it if she truly feels that way then I can I can you know I can get behind it to a certain extent it's your kid your point of view like that's exactly um and but I do think that she should acknowledge the fact that it, it probably wasn't the most in hindsight it probably wasn't the most appropriate thing to do I, I think I said last week it's like I, it is just a kid shirt and I do think people made a little too much out of it mm-hmm. you know, like from that point of view and that's where mm-hmm. I agree with her it's like the shirt on a hanger isn't offensive no the shirt on a white or Asian or Hispanic it is, isn't really offensive yeah it's just offensive because 
the advertisement chose to put the blackest kid in the shoot in that shirt yeah. and put the very white kid looking nervously at him next yeah. to him in a shirt that says jungle survival expert. Yeah. Like, you need to survive this nigga's existence. Yeah. That was why it was offensive. Like, there was nothing offensive about the shirt. There was nothing offensive about shooting the cell. I don't even think it should have been pulled from shelves. Mm-hmm. It was just a bad photo shot. Like, it was yeah, a bad yeah, shot. And, and, and I'm not sure if it... I, I, I think it was just stupidity and um, ignorance more so than it was just straight up racism. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what the mom was going towards um, and she she went a little bit further than I will. I think she didn't want to admit her own ignorance and it showed. Yeah. I agree too. (laughs) But you know that's fair. Yeah. Someone I mean we'll be outraged about something else. I think we need to I'm almost exhausted with the amount of outrage. Everyone's yeah, outraged bro, I am about. So so done. Yeah. Like it's a, it, I I said this at the time of the election. I was like, this time a year from now, I'm gonna be so tired of being outraged. I'm really gonna have to pick and choose what I give a shit about. Yeah. And I'm at the point where like I give a fuck about like one in every fifty news stories at this point. I, they're I, all so sad and outraged. I honestly nothing really moves my temperature meter much. We didn't even like, talk about the shithole country's comment. Yeah, I know. It's too much. It's too much to talk about. Because, like, what, what what part of that story are you surprised by? Uh, absolutely zero. That it, If you ask me in conversations about immigration how Donald Trump addressed countries such as Nicaragua, the, you know, the fucking Sudan, you know, fucking Nigeria, Dominican Republic, yeah. Jamaica, shithole countries are the power yeah, you think. Damn. That seems like a shithole countries those places over there yeah. the, the you know where the, where the slaves came from those are things I could see him saying like none of those seem crazy to me yeah not, none of that at all but the, here's the problem it's like that people I don't, I don't think people realize that that is his how he compartmentalized stuff yes. and so with that fr- the, the outrage yes pretending he's superior it, which it, is why it's white supremacy you fucking dog whispers yeah and, and so where they where people Sorry. aren't putting this together is the fact that like that's just not one area he, this is how he compartmentalized society so you don't think that he looks at uh, now he can't say certain things but you don't think he compartmentalizes everything like that? I mean, I whether it's certain, race or socioeconomic. Th- people will always value people like themselves more than other people. Yeah. I think that is a very tough thing to change. I think the part where that becomes difficult is, to your point, like treating people that way. Mm-hmm. Like, inherently, I'm going to see other, you know, 6'1", roughly 200-pound mixed-race people with dreadlocks and be like, he seems like a cool yeah, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a like that guy. Yeah, exactly. Now, he yeah. could be a fuckboy, but, like, he yeah. probably is because I look like a fuckboy. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I'm going to try to see the best in him yeah. because we're alike. Yeah, And so exactly. I don't see anything wrong with that, but I don't try and find what's wrong in people I don't look like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Like, I have nothing in common with Asian women. Mm. I don't think they're subhuman. Yeah, exactly. I don't hang out with a ton of them because they're on a bunch where I live and I don't know, like, a, you know, we don't intersect in a lot of places in my lifestyle. Mm. But it's not because I think they're, like, a lesser species yeah. or that they don't deserve to vote or their countries are shitholes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you, can, you can't turn on and turn off that kind of thought pattern, that yes. compartmentalizing of your... of your environment, you know, and I just think that's who... And maybe Trump isn't doesn't know he's a racist or he doesn't think he's a racist, but it's hard to use that 
type of thought process in that yeah and that put certain people on hierarchies in your mind it's just i mean that's the foundation of if your if your argument is i'm not a racist because i didn't know that was racist then you shouldn't be running a country of multiple races of people yeah and that gets to the greater point of if you shouldn't if you're not fit to be running a country of multiple races of people and you're in charge of the country then Mm. what's your plans for the country yeah and that's where I'm going to leave that because that's going to get down a really weird level. <laughs> uh, but, like, we see y'all. This is the highest, highest, this is the lowest unemployment we've ever been for the blacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're proud of that. The blacks are, the blacks are working. <laughs> We're working on this podcast. We, we hiring. Bring us your jockeys. Uh, do we have anything else on the list we want to hit? Um, oh, the buy spaces. That we can... Quickly, because I'm just curious okay. but for people's ideas on this. I read an article on Slate, essentially, uh, should buy people straight partners be allowed in queer spaces? Uh, and many of my queer friends, in, on, in many conversations, I'd probably agree mm-hmm. that queer spaces should be reserved for queers as it's kind of an alcove from straight society and all the dangers straight society you know, presents to queer people being queer in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, that line gets very fuzzy when you're a queer person who also dates straight people. Mm-hmm. And you want to go out with your partner and have fun with your partner and go dancing or go to a concert or whatever, and it's at a queer space. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I want to go to an open mic night at a queer cafe. Mm-hmm. Can I bring my girlfriend who's not queer? Uh, I would think so. That doesn't seem weird to me. Uh, but there's a lot of different reasons that people find that awkward. And I guess, like... It, you know, but, um, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but it did, I'm curious for the straight, specifically male perspective, because, you know, bisexuality in women is certainly much more accepted socially, mm-hmm. but I also think bisexual women move throughout straight society much easier. Yeah. Uh, so when they want to go be in queer spaces, it's mm-hmm. almost like a badge for them. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of circumstances, not all, obviously. Uh, and so, you know, specifically bisexual women dating straight men, mm-hmm. I'm curious how you would feel in those spaces. Like, if you were, and, and when, or when you go to those spaces, do you feel accepted or ostracized or out of place or, like, you should have less of a voice than usual or what? Um, I have a couple thoughts on that, which, I mean, you guys take it with a grain of salt because I'm speaking on, you know, other people's culture and environment. So you you say, what the fuck does he know? But it's just my opinion. Uh, I have a problem in any society, section of society, where there's walls being built or there's not, uh, to a certain extent. Uh, it should, and especially with, like, uh, that that culture because it's always been such a culture of openness like I know a ton of like women and men who like who are straight and will go to gay clubs and it's just like yeah it's just such a good environment it's free everyone feels so much freer and so if you're we're in this zone where like more people are trying to uh, you know speak Speak and maneuver through uh, different cultures with um, appreciation and with knowledge to be like, all right, well, like, yeah, you can go there, but this is just us. It's like, okay, well, like, now we're putting up walls. Like, I, I'm not like I want to learn more. I want to be involved in this in the culture and be, you know, it, it seems weird to be like, uh, like I, I don't, you know, me, with someone. Me, let me ask you this for comparison, because uh, I know you've at least dated a couple of white women. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about when you bring, like, white partners back to, like, predominantly, if not exclusively, black spaces? 
Um, it's it is. There's tension, right? Because so a lot of people made like made that comparison. Like, and I don't agree I, with it. I okay. So obviously I'm mixed. Like obviously I don't agree. Like I wouldn't be here if that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like I've been fighting that good fight for you know <laughs> generations. Yeah. So like I'm curious how a regular people because it's like there's an obvious tension to that, but also like I don't get how you could be friends with me. Yeah, accept me in part as part of like black culture, mm. and then be like, nah. But like the idea that y'all might make more views, uh. like nah, get that shit out of here. Here, uh, here's that a, feels the same thing to me about queer culture. Here's like, a here's a weird thing. It, people. Uh, and this is like this is controversial, but like if you date a white girl and she's bad, the guys don't give a shit. Yeah. But the black women. Yeah, they'll roast your ass. Ooh, that is where the tension's gonna be at. You know, they don't, they're not rocking with that. Here, here's, uh, I, but I, I guess this is the way I've always looked at this. Uh, whether it's you know bringing straight people in the queer community, or bringing white people into the black community, or when white people bring me in, you know, a black person into their community, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It's like they're bring bringing you. Like, I'm bringing you it, it, it is a cosign. Yeah. So anyone in this room who's got a problem with them being here, yeah. come see me. Yeah. And if you wouldn't come see me otherwise, then you ain't going to come see me now. So you best not bring that shit to them. Yeah. And also, here's the thing. And I guess, like, just to, like, wrap that up, okay. just, like, yeah. like, I feel like that feels strong to say. Mm-hmm. But as somebody, and I'm sure you know this, like... Out here, where it is a very predominantly white place, mm-hmm. and like dating white people, like you end up in some very white spaces, yeah. and that's always been kind of the vibe taught to me when I'm there, mm-hmm. which is that like you're cool so long as you're cool with whoever you came with. That mm-hmm. seems to be the vibe in white society in general. Mm-hmm. Like you need a cosign to get in places, but like that seems to be the vibe. It's like if you came here with fucking Brad, then mm-hmm. you must be good money. Well, I'll treat you good. Mm-hmm. If you just walked up at my party, mm-hmm. we might lynch your ass. Yeah. Which is really uncomfortable. Yeah. It feels that way, I don't know, across all cultures. Yeah, there's always a, a, a barrier to entry when yeah. you're not uh, a member of that culture or its social environment. Um, but I feel like that causes more friction and less understanding about whatever culture that you're identifying with, whether it's your, your race or your sexual orientation. And if we're going to be moving in the right direction and you want, you can't, how can you speak about like someone saying something inappropriate or, or, or using the wrong terminologies and, and so forth? want to educate them? Yes. Yeah. And then in, in, in building barriers in, the, in order for them to come into these situations and so learn and, and exactly, yeah. exactly. I, I do. I, in, in that, that I'm discrediting someone's, um, I guess the the situ wanting the situation where it's just just uh, gay or queer or because I I do see the importance of this, but you I mean you do have to pick like you know you pick pick what you what's more important having this place just you know where you, everyone feel comfortable because there's no one unlike yourself or bringing people in so the world can, can well, become this and I, and I think there there's an important distinction between times when it is important to be excluded like to continue the, the comparison like I think there's certainly times when like black people need to have black conversations with other black people mm-hmm. uh, before we bring the white people in yeah that being said I think as always in that situation there's usually some trusted white people in the room mm-hmm. who are there as a guest or as a, a partner of mm-hmm. some other black person. Mm-hmm. 
right? And I feel I kind of feel the same way in, in, in queer culture. Yeah. It should remain predominantly queer. Yeah. If we're having queer conversations about yeah. queer activities yeah. and you don't have shit to contribute, you should probably shut up instead of asking a bunch of ignorant questions. Exactly. And you're like your host, the person who brought you, yeah. will fill you should It'd be like, the one that communicates right, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and answer those questions yeah. later like later on the way home. Yeah. Like save those questions for then if you feel like you'd be uncomfortable asking. But here's my point is like that and people hate allies now all of a sudden and yeah. I don't know when that happened yeah. but that's how you build better allies yeah true it's like you, that person now can go back to straight culture or white culture or whatever other mm-hmm. culture they came from right mm-hmm. and communicate and articulate and go to bat for you on a whole new level having actually seen what's happening yeah it's like oh you know those fucking queer bars it's a bunch of you know fags dancing around with pink pants I was like well no like I went with my boyfriend who by the way is queer like last weekend yeah. she was kind of dope like yeah. no lines yeah. Like the drinks are way stronger. Everybody actually knew how to dance. It People so were trying much, to fuck me. Yeah, it's so much for free of our environment. You know, yeah, right. and like, yeah, and and also you to your point, it's like there's times when like yeah like if you want to have a, a, a say an important conversation about certain issues or you know. A bar isn't that the place to have that. Like a bar, you know. So right. like, if it's a bar, like you know, yeah, like straight people, like as long as you're cool and you know you're about uplifting the culture and openness. Amen. Come on in. Uh, since we like to say all the time, we don't have advertising here. We just like to give free promos and negatives. Uh, for people who find that kind of thing interesting, go check out the welcoming committee. Uh, they're in a bunch of cities now, but they were founded here in Boston. They're super cool. What they essentially do uh, is queer bar takeover nights. So mm-hmm. they just go take over straight bars with like hundreds of queer people and turn into a queer bar for a night Uh, that shit's a lot of fun because A you see a lot of really uncomfortable straight people but then B about an hour and a half in you have like a banging party I think I stumbled into one of those or I was in a bar and it turned into (laughs) that it's still lit you know that's what I'm saying that shit's lit as fuck imagine being in a bar like a Thursday night all of a sudden like 400 niggas walk in who all know how to dance or get like hammered like this shit's gonna be a good ass time uh so yeah, no. Shout out to the welcoming committee; they're awesome. If you see any of the events, you should definitely go. They're also very affordable. So, cool. uh, I think that's about all we have. We're at yeah. a minute, an hour thirteen. Yeah. Uh, as we promised, January is the month of resolutions. Everybody is trying to get their ass in shape, quit smoking cigarettes, run a little more, trying to look good for some sex party they're going to later this month. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're into, what you're getting up to. I'm gonna have some stories for you later this month. That's all I know. And I'm trying to look <laughs> damn good while I do it. Uh, so I've been in the motherfucking gym. Uh, my man Chris over here also been in the motherfucking gym. Yeah, we man, both I just, still I, look like shit. I just that's all right. I just started my new diet, man. I'm going with the uh, the um, what do they call it? It's the fasting where you fast for like 16 hours. Oh, a day. Okay. yeah, yeah, like, intermittent fasting. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. how's that going? Because I just started it Monday. Too. It's not bad actually. Huh. I just I just I stopped eating at like 10 o'clock and I won't eat till like two o'clock the next day. <sighs> so I'm not a breakfast person, anyways. See, I, I was I didn't used to be, but I like my preference. Like I make like two eggs with like peppers, spinach, home fries, mm. bacon, and to- like I have breakfast. Yeah, see, I'm not, I don't need it. I'm, not, I'm never hungry. So like. Yeah. So I guess we say all that to say. Uh, obviously, people when they try and get back in the gym, one of my main issues, I got, you know, I go fire up the gym playlist after I've been in the mm-hmm. gym for like six months, mm-hmm. and it's just shit I heard a million times. It don't do anything to get me motivated. Mm-hmm. And so I want to give some people some sleepers out there that they can add to their gym playlist and be a little, little more excited when they get in. You know, they hit in week three here, week four. Mm-hmm. It's it's that crucial. You know, oh, I've been doing this. I'm not seeing enough results yet. I want to give up on this shit, but like mm-hmm. I can't because it's only been 
two weeks and like I'm not a bitch nigga you yeah. know what I mean like the in between game yeah uh, so what do you got what, what do you alright I'm gonna have to go with one of the guys who you know I've been listening to lately is that uh, that Takashi 69 that Gummo song that, yeah. that 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 doesn't get you hyped before the fucking gym then nothing will that's that's on my uh, so I my workouts are OD long because I do too much cardio uh-huh. but I have like walking in the gym music oh, yeah. running gym music and then yeah. like lifting gym yeah. music that's on my like in and or out of the gym like that uh-huh. I'm walking yeah. in I'm like yeah. dumb hype with the headphones yeah. on like don't talk to me at the front desk nigga just scan my key yeah tag. yeah <laughs> So that's definitely on there. Uh, are we doing a, a cooperative five or two separate fives? No, well, let's do a collaborative five. All right, collaborative five. Yeah. All right, uh, I've been putting niggas on this song all year. Everybody has this on their gym playlist in my life, but you should too. A song called Savage by Weathen, who mm-hmm. is like right in that Spotify core sound, that mm-hmm. trippy synth hop shit. Uh, but it's featuring and produced by uh, Flux Pavilion and has my nigga Max on the vocals. Uh, so that's dope. That shit goes hard as hell. Uh, and it's... There like doesn't matter what time that hits your playlist in your workout like you good money that shit's gonna perk you up so definitely get on that. Uh, what do you got? Um, I'm gonna have Trace. to go with the uh, the old school uh, Kanye West. Can't tell me nothing. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to work out. Nah, I can't tell me nothing. That's that's just, yeah. yeah that bass hits and it's just like it's a wrap. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I'm, yeah. All right. I'm in on that. Uh, I'm much more of like you know me uh, listeners should know by now I'm much more of a fucking EDM trip pop city mm. kind of guy uh, but every once in a while I get my real like dubstep heavy like mm. grimy shit Temporal by my nigga OK one of my favorite 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 EDM artists mm. out there uh, there's like 20 other people on that record but it's called Temporal it's uh, Yoltron and OK like the two main artists mm. on it it's uh, Kaizu.com slash you know, Sushi a whole bunch of other niggas on that mm. but name it song is Temporal definitely go check that out mm-hmm. uh, it's on SoundCloud and Spotify so you can't miss it what right. else you got alright uh, lastly I'm gonna get to go old school again with a, a little DMX get at me mm. dog mm. Okay. old school grimy New York that doesn't get you started in the gym then nothing will alright I feel like we did some hip hop we did some EDM for the last one I just gotta throw out this is gonna be a little sleeper people gonna maybe judge me a little bit mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to hear about it because fuck y'all niggas. Uh, it's a cover, actually. Because, you know, every once in a while, like, you need something that's familiar, but, like, you know, change, changes, you know, what you thought of that song a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something to get you a, a, a little going here. Uh, is a song by a band called I Prevail. Are you familiar? Are you white no. enough to know I Prevail? No. I Prevail is, like, real, like... We are gonna like strum electric guitars for a long time until this yeah. shit rattles your head. Like uh, okay. heavy rock. Yeah. yeah. They're not even that heavy. Like white people will be like they're not that heavy. But like to you, they're very heavy. Yeah. They're like heavy rock. Uh, they do a cover of Taylor Swift's Blank Space. Uh-huh. And that is like my oh, shit word. in the gym. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit I'll have to listen I'll have to listen to that there it is. See. So yeah. yeah, if yeah. if you try to feel very masculine while you're working on your abs, uh-huh. go like go throw that <laughs> on. And, like, you're gonna feel a lot better about doing fucking burpees and shit uh, uh, yeah and also dude I have like the Rocky soundtrack on my ain't, the ain't, whole soundtrack the whole soundtrack which will like if you need to get try not to finish your workout and put on the Rocky just I dare you just try just try to cut your workout early with the Rocky soundtrack on alright impossible alright that's that yeah. just a, that's a solid list our top fives are usually trash lately but that's, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. a solid top five right. y'all put that to use give us some feedback let me know how that goes in your workout plans uh, send us flicks hey 
Uh, you got dates? Your shit coming up? Um, yes. Uh, this Thursday, I am at Sea Dog. Uh, I'm at Sea Dogs in on the Cape somewhere. Oh shit, I'm bad at dates. Um, I got a bunch of dates. I will just post them online. Just check me at Chris. Only Chris Allen.com. Only Chris right? Allen.com. They'll yes, be on there. Definitely hit my nigga. Only Chris Allen.com. Uh, late to work podcast. Late to work.com will be up at some point in the future. We're working on that. That's kind of a longer view thing. Uh, but in the meantime, definitely check my nigga. Only Chris Allen.com. Yeah. Uh, he's only Chris Allen on everything else. So if you're trying to find him, it's not all that hard. But yeah, check the website for everything else. Um, yeah, I think that's everything we got today. Uh, like always, if you want to find us, the podcast, everything else online, you can catch us on Twitter at underscore late to work. It's just late to work on everything else. Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud. We now on Stitcher. A lot of people ask for that. Uh, a lot of people love Stitcher for their podcast. So definitely check us out on Stitcher. Uh, also, please give us a review on any or all of these platforms. Comments, reviews help us a bunch. Help us in the rankings. Help us get to other people. Uh, so if you like what we're doing, and you've been listening for a couple of weeks, give us a review in the iTunes. Oh yeah, uh, we can just go straight to the, like the late to work on uh, the i. The, if you have iPhone, there's a late to work or there's a podcast app. Just search late to work. It's yes. the best for all your fucking podcasts. It's the best thing to do. That's yeah, dope. Yeah. I never saw that ever. Oh, you didn't see us in there? Yeah, no. no. Yeah, we're real official. You put it away a little bit. That's legit. Uh, so, yeah, we on, the, we on the podcast apps. We uh, in iTunes, the actual store, where, you know, fucking Apple Music, wherever you want to find us. Uh, like I said, also in SoundCloud and Stitcher uh, for my Android folk out there like myself. Uh, and uh, you can also catch us always on video uh, on YouTube. We'll be on Facebook Live, hopefully, in the near future. Uh, hopefully sometime this spring or summer. Uh, so, yeah, we in a lot of places. Uh, we want your feedback. We want your questions. Hit us on any of those platforms, hit us in comments, hit us in DMs, hit us at the email, late to work podcast.com, late to work with the numeral two podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's about all the different ways you can get in touch with us. Until uh, next week, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. Peace.